0: hi everyone what's up welcome back to in bloom podcast you're welcome if you're new my name is abby aslin and i'm the host of this podcast long time no chat. i am so sorry that i did not have an episode go up last monday but i'm sure most of you already know from my personal instagram and from posting on the podcast instagram which is just at in bloom podcast if you didn't know i did get engaged so super exciting um last weekend it's the 10th when i'm recording this of september i got engaged exactly a week ago and it was literally the best day of my life um and yeah basically it just ended up being like a whirlwind of a weekend um and i was not home like basically the entire weekend until like monday evening afternoon um so it was just a crazy weekend i didn't have time to record i didn't want to like be so stressed about you know work and everything that I had to take away from like all the greatness of that was happening that weekend so I didn't really want to have to worry about the podcast I knew that y'all would be okay with waiting um one week for an episode and I had to work like actually work um job-wise like on Labor Day and everything so like I needed to like focus on that first but um I am back and I'm so excited because I haven't talked to y'all in so long it feels like and yeah I'm engaged Um, If y'all didn't know, I've been in a relationship with my now fiance for almost five years. It'll be five years and a month and a half, or like, no, not a month and a half, a month and like a week, so, um, or two weeks, so yeah, but um, yeah, it's just been like a lot of craziness going on just with work right now, because it's like busy season, and then like this happening, and also moving soon, and getting a home, it's just been so much so fast, and it's like so hard trying to keep my head straight because there's just so much change going on and there's just a lot going on as is so like I feel like when there's a lot of change coming in my life I always like to try to be in like a good headspace and like mentally prepare myself for change but that's the issue I haven't even like had the chance to like process like everything that's going on and just everything that's changing and about to change and everything like that but I wanted to do a QA and a for this week because I haven't done one in a little bit and i knew i'd have like so many questions about the engagement and everything so i had posted on the in bloom podcast story um to ask a question so definitely be following that instagram if you aren't so you can participate in that next time um if you missed it this time and basically all the questions pretty much ended up being about the engagement and i had posted on the story i was like oh it doesn't need to be about the engagement like it can be about anything and most of y'all ended up asking engagement questions anyways which is totally fine i'd want to know too um So, with that being said, I am going to sort of, this episode will probably be primarily about just, like, the engagement and everything, but there's also several good questions that I wanted to answer um, in terms of just, like, other questions that people asked that weren't engagement-related, so I'll answer those first, and then I'll get into, like, all of the engagement story and everything, because I, that was truly just, like, most of the questions. Um, So, we're going to go ahead and get started with that, but... First and foremost, let's get started with the quote, goal, and gratitude for this week. My quote for this week is, Sometimes the place you are used to is not the place you belong. And I love this quote because I've been really mentally struggling with the idea of change and like everything that is changing. Not like getting engaged. I'm not really talking about that. (laughs) I don't want that to sound like, oh, like are you worried about getting married? No, I'm like so over the moon. But I'm kind of just talking about the whole process of, going from being like a renter to like a homeowner and just sort of just stepping into like myself more because I feel like all of my life has just been, you know, living to live up to expectations and to please people and all this stuff. And I feel like the last year of my life has been all about realizing that that is how I've been living and working towards undoing it and I just have this like gut feeling kind of that next year I'm really going to start stepping into myself and that makes me super excited and just excited for the future and what's to come but at the same time I'm someone who gets really freaked out when I can sense myself like wanting to step out of my comfort zone and everything. Cause it's like, I feel like I go through phases where it's like, okay, I am ready to, I'm really feeling like stepping out of my comfort zone and like taking a leap of faith and like really stepping into something uncomfortable and new and scary and different. But then there's also times where there's something new and uncomfortable in front of me and I'm just resisting it really hard and I feel like this whole year because I've been unlearning so much and I've been just realizing so much about myself at the same time I've been really resistant to a lot of change because undoing all of this stuff with yourself is so uncomfortable and vulnerable the last thing you want to do is put yourself in more vulnerable positions where you are uncomfortable and changing things and you just want to cling to what feels safe and cling to what feels comfortable and that's how i felt all year because it there was just so much change this year already just with you know i moved to a new city started my full-time job for the first well not a full-time job for the first time but my adult job for the first time and just a lot of stuff like that was a big change for me but at the same time um now I feel like I'm looking ahead into like next year and I just feel like so much is changing kind of like right now and in the works with changing and I just feel like it's good change I hope but I'm really I really like this quote because I just want to cling to the safe thing so much and I know I've talked about that a lot but I want to cling to what's safe and I want to cling to what feels comfortable to me and I'm like finally feeling a little bit more encouraged to take those leaps of faith and encourage to do the things that scare me a little bit and feel the fear and do it anyways like I've been talking about lately so I just really like this quote so it's a good reminder that you know just because you're used to something and you're something feels comfortable that doesn't mean it's where you belong like a lot of times that means that it's time to introduce something new into the equation or to change things up a little bit and there's absolutely nothing wrong with staying right where you're at and staying in the place you're used to, but when it gets to a point to where the place you're used to is not really providing you what it should, then I think that's when it's time to start looking to step into something different for yourself and step into the change and embrace it. And um, I just think that I've gotten used to like some things and I've been so used to living my life a certain way with Trying to appeal to others and please other people and do what, like, most people would think I should do. But I'm just getting, like, really sick of living that way. So I really um, am trying to embrace, you know, just because I'm used to this and that's been my normal and that's been what defines me for so long doesn't mean it's where I belong. And that's just how I feel kind of stepping into, like, this next year. Um, kind of like quarter life crisis vibes, I guess you could say. <laughs> but, um, anyways, my goal this week is to just start going through my things and sort of going through my closet, going through like all the little closets and drawers we have and stuff and just start start decluttering because we are moving here in about a month our lease is up in a month and 5 days which is like the craziest thing in the world to me. I cannot believe I only have a month left here. Um because I've just I've said before in the podcast I've just loved living here so much and I'm very sad to be leaving it, but at the same time I'm really looking forward to what's next. And actually as I speak, um our option period on the home we put an offer in actually just went up. Um so we are no longer like in our option period where we could back out and only lose like $300. Like now if we backed out we'd lose like a bit more money. Um so we're kind of like really in it and there's been so much back and forth. I'm going to talk about that in like a YouTube video coming up. Um but it, there's been so much back and forth and this week's been a roller coaster of emotions with the home we put an offer in on and we are as of right now going to be moving in a few weeks so super exciting but I just want to get started on the packing process and everything um this week just you know like a little bit after work each day just spend like 30 minutes doing something um and maybe not even after work like before work in the morning like 5 30 minutes let me just you know start putting something in a box or whatever and I know I don't need to pack this early I just at least want to start decluttering and stuff because I know that the time to get here to the time to move, it's going to get here really quick. And I think I'm going to be really, really busy from like the very beginning of October until mid-October. And that's kind of like when the most of the packing needs or the packing and the moving needs to be happening. So that's a little bit stressful that those are going to be like two of my busiest weeks of the year. But you know what? We're going to be okay. So I really just want to get started on the whole like packing and getting ready to pack process, I guess you could say. And my gratitude for this week, I am so beyond thankful for all of my family and my friends because I, I've i just been so, like, on such a high, like, for the last week since getting engaged, um, which I'll get into the details later, but I truly just have the best people in my life and I could not be more grateful for just the friends I have, the family I have because they just, like, always show up for me in the best ways and even when, you know, i'm struggling they're there for me when i'm doing good they're there for me and then like i just love being able to celebrate um starting new seasons of life like with the people i love the most and i don't think i could ever put into words how much like each person in my life means to me like i seriously am not kidding when i say like the people in my life are what keep me going like day in and day out like i mean it with all my heart i'm literally like trying not to cry right now because i'm still on such an emotional high from it that like oh you guys are gonna hear about it but it's seriously I just can't put it into words and I can never express enough gratitude for the people in my life and like when I say that I mean my family and friends but I also mean like all of you because so much of who I am and what I do is because of this platform that y'all allow me to have and you know both on YouTube on social media and like with my podcast so much of my life is impacted by the way you all support me so I mean like the gratitude extends to each and every one of you listening as well. So, um, yeah, I'm just super grateful and truly just on an emotional high. But let's go ahead and get into the questions. Um, Okay, so the first one I wanted to answer is um, dealing with not fitting in with corporate life but feeling stuck. So this is really hard because it's extremely difficult when everything feels just out of alignment with yourself and I know I've done I did an episode all about um how like your core identifying your core values can like help you align with yourself and everything so if you want to hear about that and you tell definitely listen to that episode but not fitting in with corporate life is really hard because I think that in that situation you need to look at your company's culture as a whole and you need to ask yourself if it's in alignment with what you value And not necessarily, like, what you ethically value. I mean, that is important, but what's also important is just, like, you know, what their day-to-day, like, work life is like. Does that align with, you know, your values? And overall, that's going to vary from company to company, but at the same time, you also just need to look at your profession as a whole and just ask yourself, you know, like, what what do I value the most? Like, what am I looking to get out of my job? And does this job check those boxes for me? And maybe not even specifically the job. You may need to look at like the industry you're in as a whole. Um, Because for me, I've always said, you know, like I just, I haven't always said actually, but I've like realized this year, I'm like, okay, I don't really think a desk job is my thing and it's for me. I just, I like it because I can just be my introverted self and like not talk to anybody all day and just work. And I have days where I like that, but I think overall as a whole, I really just don't like being sedentary all day sitting at my desk standing at my desk whatever and on a computer like that's just not how I want to work and I like there to be like a more of a variety I guess like I don't want to just be like glued to my computer all the time and I know that's kind of how things are with like editing YouTube videos and stuff but it's a little bit different because one thing is like all numbers and one thing's creative and I've just always suppressed the creative side of me for my whole life because I just thought that the you know analytical side of me was what was valued more so that's just what i went after and i just sort of was like all right let's shove my creative self under the rug because clearly that's not going to be what gets me anywhere which is so wrong and like so just messed up to think that way but that's just kind of like what i picked up on and what i ran with at a young age um but if you feel stuck i really encourage you to just one take a look at your company see if like their culture overall aligns with your values and Two, look at, you know, your job and within the industry as a whole, you know, like, is this profession in and of itself even something that aligns with me? And feeling stuck, that's totally normal. I definitely want to sit here and say, like, your feelings are totally valid and feeling stuck because so many of us, I think, go through this where we, you know, get in our first job and it's this big corporate job and we just feel really stuck because you feel like you owe yourself, you know, or you owe the place all of you and you feel like you have to stay there and sure it's great to give it a fair shot and everything but i think feeling stuck is totally normal and i think that typically happens when you're in your transition period of going from being like brand new to being experienced i think it's really common to feel stuck in between those two like time frames of when you're brand new and when you're more experienced because you're just kind of like I'm new here, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't have enough authority to like have any say so in anything, but at the same time, like I can't I can't stand up for myself and like I just feel like a robot, whatever it may be. And if you feel stuck, I just think you really need to like look deep down into why you feel stuck. Do you feel stuck just because you're in a new phase of life and you're just not really used to it yet? Or do you feel stuck because your body is like truly just rejecting what you're doing and it doesn't align with you and if that's the case then I encourage you to you know open your mind up a little bit and try to see like what else you could do and I know it's not it's a lot easier said than done because you can't just like shut off and be like oh I'm not going to do this anymore and I'll take a few months to figure it out like that's just not the reality for most people and you just kind of have to take it day by day um, but I totally feel you cause I definitely feel like I don't fit in with, I literally feel like I'm putting on zipping on a different person every day going to work and I don't want to feel that way. I want to feel like I'm showing up to work like as myself and I feel like that's probably how a lot of you all feel. And I think some of it comes with truly just time. Like you're going to feel more comfortable and more like yourself the longer you stay somewhere. Cause I can tell you the way I feel now versus how I did when I first started my corporate job i feel like i am a little bit more myself but i still feel like i'm you know literally putting on this entire different personality and this entire different persona like for the day just because i need to fit in with this like corporate banter and corporate you know chit chat and just whatever and i just don't like that so it's hard and i feel for you but honestly just take a look at everything and just really get honest with yourself. Like let go of everyone else's, um, opinions and expectations and ask yourself, is this, you know, is this in alignment with what I want out of my job? Like, what do you want out of your job? Not what other people say you should get out of your job. What do you want out of your job? And I think that that's really important to, um, think of. The next question is, with several months of full-time work completed, what advice would you give to someone else starting their full-time big four job this month? Um, Definitely to over-communicate and to always ask questions and take notes. Those are, like, the biggest pieces of advice I have. Oh, and also, don't be so worried, like, especially with um, working virtually. Don't be so worried about appearing like online that stressed me out beyond belief when I first started like always making sure that my thing like was available like I would like literally sit at my computer until 8 p.m even if I had finished all my work and I had asked people if they had anything else and they said like oh no we're waiting on blank I would still sit at my computer until like 8 and just sit there and wait just to see if anybody changed their mind or anything and it just like robbed me of so much of my time and I had had someone tell me when I first started like a senior manager told me like um, cause I was just telling him how hard it is, um, to just like with the industry we're in a lot of like times, like when you're an entry level role, you're waiting on people to give you work to prepare. And you're also waiting on the client to give you stuff. So it's like, you can't be given work to prepare until the client gives it to the people above you. And then the people above you have to look at it and then send it to you. So a lot of times, like, the alignment of when you're receiving work doesn't really align with, you know, the rest of your workday really well. So, like, you could – I don't know. It's just really hard to explain. But the best thing I can say is to just, like, don't be so worried about that because the senior manager had told me – I because I was telling him how hard it is to, like, always be on everyone else's time. And he was like, yeah, absolutely, but – just know, you know, like if, if you have checked in with people and you don't have anything else to do and, you know, it's after, you know, the typical work day, like log off. Like you don't have to sit there and wait on people all day long, all night long, or whatever. Like log off. People will message you and people will email you when they need you. Trust me. And he said, because the time to be busy and the time when you'll have work will come. So just really take advantage of the times when, you know, you don't have work to do after 6 p.m. And like don't try to, you know, just be available just to be convenient for everyone else, because chances are, like, you're not going to get anything anyways, unless, you know, it's communicated to you, so I really emphasize that, because I was so worried about, and now I'm just, like, okay, like, I don't, I used to, like, stress about getting offline to make dinner, and, like, that's so bad, but I, I genuinely did, like, I would freak out, because I was, like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm not available to do work for them if I, like, step away and go make dinner, and I know that sounds so horrible, but, like, It's true and not really during like the non-busy season but since I started during busy season that's kind of like how it was so I was always worried about that in the beginning but now it's like okay you know just over communicate let people know when like if you're going to be stepping away like to go to a workout class or something just set that on your status like stepping away for a workout class be back later or let people know if they're expecting something from you hey I'm stepping away to do this and I'll you know, be able to finish it later. Or if you have questions, like really over communicate and don't be afraid to ask questions because seriously, you're going to learn so much more from asking questions than you will like from, I mean, it's really good to like try to figure stuff out for yourself first. I definitely do that. Um, I usually give myself a rule of thumb if I can't figure it out with, well, depending on what it is. Cause sometimes it's like something that's quick and easier to find. And then other times it's something that I need to like really think through. But depending on the task, I normally tell myself, okay, if I haven't figured this out in this amount of minutes, I'm going to ask for help. Or if I, I'm going to like try to exhaust all my options. I'm going to look at all of the prior year stuff I can. I'm going to like take advantage of all the internal resources I can, and then I'll ask a question. Um, So definitely those two things and taking notes. And I can't emphasize the importance of taking notes because I did take a lot of notes when I first started working and I was taking them on paper. But I don't recommend doing that because it's really hard to like go back and find what you took notes on and everything. Um, So I use OneNote and I just have different tabs for each of the clients I'm on. And then within each of those tabs, each little thing I prepare and do has its own little sub tab. So I can just take notes of things that are still open, things that I need to ask questions about um, or things that I just want to take note of if it's going to help me for another client. Like there's certain softwares I had to learn and get used to. So I have certain, I have like whole tabs that are called like the name of the software and then the word process. Cause I'm like, I need to like know the steps of this process and have a reference point with it because sometimes you'll work on something in that software and then you won't touch it again for like six months and you're going to open it back up and be like, wait, how do I do this again? So it's really good to have those notes to refer back to when you're doing something a second time or third time and you haven't visited it in a while. So that's the best, um advice I have to you for that so hopefully that's helpful and definitely good luck um getting started in big four because it's definitely tough um but anyways now I'm going to get into the proposal based questions and I do want to say that I as long as I can get Griffin to agree to do it with me which I'm sure he will um to do like I want to do a YouTube video like an engagement story like proposal story video and everything but I want it to be with him so he can share his pov because it's something that was in the works for a really long time which i didn't know that but it's something that was in the works for a while so he can like really share the behind the scenes of all of that and i figured this episode could be more of just like my perspective because my perspective is only it only extends to a week ago whereas his extends to like way before that so and i feel like this one's going to be more detailed from just like my perspective and also just like what's kind of in my head about like what we want to do for the wedding and like that kind of stuff so more forward thinking whereas i feel like on youtube it's going to be like more um backwards looking in terms of like okay like this is how it all came about this is how he planned it and this is what was going through his head and then this is how it happened and all that stuff so definitely if you want to hear like both sides of it then definitely look for that on youtube coming soon but the first question is did you have any idea you were getting proposed to um i had a feeling let me just start this off by saying I'm not the type of person that I'm I like to think I'm very easygoing in relationships and I just say that and I don't say that to be like yeah I'm like a cool girl I'm easy like I'm not saying it like that because I've definitely had phases where I haven't probably been as easygoing and I've been a bit more high maintenance and stuff but I mean I've been with Griffin for so long and I it's not like I was questioning if he was ever going to propose like we had had the discussion that we want to spend the rest of our lives together so i knew that it was going to come eventually and i just didn't really i mean like obviously if it was like 10 years down the line and we hadn't been engaged yet then i would start raising some questions and probably a little bit sooner than that but we i mean just started like such a new phase of life together and all we had known together was our lives together in college and it is a completely different world from both being like full-time working adults and it's just completely different like literally our relationship does not even feel I don't want to say it doesn't feel like the same relationship but honestly it just feels so different now that we are like full-time working adults versus when we were in college and not because one of us has like become you know or done something differently or anything like that it's more so just because our lifestyles are so different Different now compared to what they were in college. And I've gotten to see Griffin grow like literally so much. I feel like in college, girls do a lot more growth because it's just, I feel like, kind of natural with the way our brains are at that age. And then guys, I feel like, go through typically a lot of growth when they get out of college and then into the real world. And just because I think guys are a lot more present minded than girls most of the time. So I feel like in college, they're just really able to, you know, look at the day in front of them and, like, just take things day by day, whereas, like, girls are always, you know, forward-thinking and everything, and I feel like guys just kind of, and this is, like, I'm not saying that this is, like, the absolute truth. This is just my opinion. Like, this is not an absolute, I'm not trying to stereotype girls or guys in any way. I'm just saying this is just, like, in my experience with, all of my like girlfriends, and then all my guy friends that I've seen like just and know through it from college to post grad. That's just kind of like what I've observed. But I am not. This, I just wasn't ever telling Griffin like I want to get proposed by this year, or I want to get like proposed at, like this time. And I totally think it's fine to do that because if you know and you like want to have a certain like wedding day, or you know you want to be married at a certain age or engaged at a certain age. Then yeah, communicate with that with your significant other. Absolutely. I just didn't have any idea in my head. Like I was just like, oh yeah, like of course, like let's we definitely want to spend the rest of our lives with each other. So I just kind of had always said, Oh, I definitely want it to be like after college, like when we're both done with school. And I had said I'd like for us to have at least like gotten a job and be like somewhat well established in our job, just so it's not like so much change at once. Um, just because I know myself and I just don't do well with a lot of change at once. So with that being said, um, I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen this year or next year. I, I honestly, like the closer we got to the end of this year, I think in August, I remember like telling myself like, oh, it'll probably be like early 2023 when it happens. Um, but I did end up having an idea because I got my, his mom texted me a week before Um, last Saturday and asked me if I wanted to go get my nails done and like go shopping and I was like okay we never do this like and not because like I don't hang out with her like I see her a lot and everything we just don't ever take the time to go get our nails done like I've got my nails done with her once and it was in like 2018 so I was like wait a minute and Griffin had told me about his that we were going to go to this brunch with some with his parents and then some clients of his dad's So and they were just like longtime friends of his parents and like that kind of thing. And we were just going to meet them and everything. So he had told me about that like two weeks before the engagement. And then a week before the engagement is when his mom asked me if I wanted to get my nails done. And I just kind of had I just I really trust my intuition. My intuition's like pretty much always right. Um, and I really do trust it. I don't always listen to it, but I do trust it. And I just knew in my gut in that moment, I was like, it's definitely happening. Like, obviously very soon if I'm going to get my nails done right now. And I, then I started thinking and I was like, okay, wait, is this like brunch with the clients? Like actually a brunch? Is this actually a thing or is this just like what we're saying it is um when it's actually the engagement so I had an idea for a week but I had always told Griffin that I wanted to be surprised because I really love surprises and I like being surprised and um because of that you know like he worked really really hard to like make sure I didn't know and everything but the nail thing was like a giveaway but also like I ended up telling him afterwards I was like honestly you could have been like really like sneaky with it and I probably just still would have picked up on it because of his behavior because I could just tell he was like one he was just he's kind of like a giant teddy bear in a way but also he isn't like because I do think he has like a tough side to him and everything but he was just being like so like he's usually sweet and everything but he was being like really over the top sweet the whole week before And he was like very observant to like things that he typically isn't. Like he, when I was cleaning, I would like accidentally hit my nail on something, and he'd be like, "Oh my gosh, be careful! Like don't hurt, don't break your nails, or whatever." And normally it's like I'm like, "Oh crap, I just broke my nail," and he's like, "Oh, be more careful next time." Like, sorry, that that sucks, but like it was just like a lot more. I, I could tell he was like worried about it, and there were like multiple times in the week before it happened where. Someone started talking about weddings or like engagements or proposals and he I noticed he was like quickly changing the subject. Um, so I told him I was like, I would have probably picked up on that stuff and known it was happening soon. Maybe not the exact day and like the time I would have known, but I would have known it was happening soon just because of that stuff. And the way it all played out, I wouldn't have changed a single thing about it. Like honestly. I mean the only thing I would have changed is that it wouldn't be so hot and humid the day of. But you know what? That's Texas for you. So But I truly would not have changed a single thing because it was truly the perfect day. And I was literally telling my therapist the other day that I like couldn't fall asleep the first night like back in our apartment because I just kept replaying the day in my head and I couldn't sleep because I was just like literally so over the moon about it. And I just kept replaying it in my head and I literally could not fall asleep. And I was like, I've never had this problem where like I can't fall asleep because I'm just so like on such an emotional high over something. I was like, that's never the, you know, situation. Um, so most people did ask about, was it a total surprise? Was I expecting it? That kind of thing. Um, and how he proposed. So that was another question is how did he do it? And basically what we did is we thought we were going to this brunch and, um, he had told me that like, we needed to like dress up a little bit for it cause we were going to go to the museum before to check out an exhibit that the clients really wanted to see while they were in town, basically. So we go to the Museum of Fine Arts in Houston, which is literally stunning. Let me tell you, we didn't go inside of it. We were outside of it the whole time. But it was actually their opening day for the season, I think, or whatever. And I don't know how, but they somehow managed to, like, get us there before they opened. And, like, they talked to the people or whatever. And, like, we were able to be there while no one else was there. So it was really special and, like, intimate. And um, so we got ready that morning and we rode together to the museum and we got there and i had never been there before and it was just so good because i mean like he just knows me so well like i love the outdoors i really love just like outdoor scenery and that kind of thing and the place was just breathtaking and stunning like i really want to go back and like really soak it in and he like walked me to the back like to this courtyard area and we were like walking through this field about to like get to like this more like woodsy looking area but we were walking through like this open field and I say field it was pretty small it was like the size of my living room so not really a field but like basically like this patch of grass like past this um fountain pond thing and he was like we're stopping right here and then he got down on a knee and you know started we both kind of like blacked out at this point like we both don't really know what was said (laughs) which sucks but at the same time like we were just both like it was just like a lot of emotions but basically he just said something along the lines of like i'm so looking forward to starting like this next chapter with you i love you and like you know all that kind of stuff um but i could tell he was just an absolute nervous wreck because one he was extremely quiet the entire time we were walking back to like where this little patch of grass was and he's not a quiet person if you know him so i was like why am i having to fill all the silence like that's it's normally the other way around and then um So I did that, and then we got down there, and then, like, when he was, like, actually saying everything, I could just tell he was so nervous, because he was, like, basically whispering, and I'm like, you have such a loud, natural voice, like, I could not believe you're just, like, whispering right now, but it was super special, and, um, yeah, that's kind of, like, how it happened, but then the after part, um, so this is, like, the part I was completely surprised about, this, to, like, to this day, like, literally, until the day I die, I'm gonna be, like, surprised about this, but, um we were there we like got pictures taken and i right after he had like gotten down on one knee and showed me the ring and everything um we turned around and his parents and my parents came out and the whole week i since i had had the feeling that it was happening that saturday i was like oh my gosh i just like i really hope my parents come in town for it like i i just kept going back and forth in my mind like are my parents going to be there or not and um basically they both they all came out and i was like pretty i wasn't like sobbing or anything but i was like teary-eyed you know what i mean when he had gotten down on one knee and um when we turned around and saw my parents i like really started crying because that was like a surprise to me so i was so happy that they were there so it was just his parents and just my parents that were there at the actual proposal like when that actually happened and we took some pictures with them but it was so hot so we were like trying to move quickly and then they were like okay we have brunch reservations at 10 30 so we're gonna go to those brunch reservations but like we got in the car like when we were about to leave there and my dad and Griffin's dad were like we really want to get coffee and I was like aren't we going to brunch like it didn't really add up in my head but they were like let's just like stop by a Starbucks before we go and then Griffin's mom said something along the lines of like oh yeah the place won't let us in like a minute before 10 30 like we have to get there like Or we can't do anything unless we get there like at 10 30. They're not going to let us to our seats early. And I did not pick up on that at all. Like, I just thought, I was like, oh, wow, this is just like a really strict place with our seating, I guess. So we like drive to the Starbucks and we pull in, and Griff and I just wait in the truck because we had already had coffee and everything. And I'm like asking him, I'm like, um or I had my dad had sent a picture while we were at the place where the proposal actually happened he sent a picture of um I don't remember I think it was of me and Griffin yeah it was of me and Griffin to our family group chat which is just like my parents and my brother and I and he said this just happened and my brother responded and said what no way and in my head I was just like kind of upset for a second because I was like why didn't he know like I was like that's just weird why did he not know about this so then I, I look at my mom like while we're there at where the proposal happened and I was like does Zane did Zane not know this was happening and my mom was like oh well he knew it was happening I just don't think he like knew that it was gonna be happening the day but she did not say it very clearly like she really struggled to form that sentence because I could tell like I mean I or I couldn't tell I caught her off guard but looking back I really caught her off guard by asking her that. And my mom was like, "I'm so mad that dad sent that in the group message because it just like really threw me off when you asked that." But basically, we were at Starbucks and Griff and I were just talking in the truck and I was like telling him that I knew and um everything like that and he was he was like, "What? Like we were saying all week that you know, like she has no idea and like his mom was super confident I had no idea and he was super confident I had no idea and I told him I said There were multiple times when I wanted to text like one of my friends and say, I feel like I'm getting engaged this week and that kind of thing. But it just I didn't want to ruin the surprise for myself because even though I like had the feeling it was gonna happen, I knew if I texted a friend, it would like make it feel more real and kind of confirm it in my head. And I just kinda liked keeping it a mystery to myself and sort of just like going along with it and acting like I didn't really know. And um, so when we were in the truck, like, waiting at Starbucks um, for everyone to get their coffees or whatever, I was, like, telling Griffin, I was, like, I'm so shocked that, like, Zane and Jordan don't know, which is my sister-in-law. I was, like, it's just weird to me. I thought they would have known it was happening today, but and then I was, like, but I guess I'll see them, like, later this weekend since my parents are in town, so whatever. And then I just started asking him. I was, like, asking about, like, a lot of, like, my close friends, and I was, like, oh, does so-and-so know? Does so-and-so know? And he was saying, like, yes, but they don't know what's happening today or, like, oh no they don't know what's happening so i was just kind of asking him and i was like oh i really want to at least just facetime zane and jordan and he was like no like let's just wait like let's take the morning to ourselves and just like really be in the present in the moment and then we can call them later or whatever and i didn't like pick up on any of this he was like really pushing me away from like contacting anybody and so then we they get the starbucks and we drive to um this restaurant and we get there and I'm fully thinking that we're just going to brunch with my parents and his parents and I'm like this is what we're doing so cool so we walk in the restaurant and then we just like keep walking and I'm like because this is where like the hostess is walking us to and we just kept walking and we walked out of the restaurant I was like oh my gosh why are we sitting outside it's like literally gonna rain in like 30 minutes and it's so hot and humid and then like through these big like glass windows and glass doors all of a sudden I see like this huge crowd of people just like looking at me and then it hit me and I was like wait a minute these these are like my people and I like start like making out the faces of some people and I see some like people that um I see like my brother and my sister-in-law first I think and I was like they did know so then like I start like getting really teary-eyed And then I just started, like, getting more and more teary-eyed, and I saw, like, our friends Savannah and Jake that live here. But then I walk in, and I, like, really start seeing people. Because, like, looking through glass, you can only see, like, the people who are in, like, the very front, you know? So then I walk in, and then I'm, like, making eye contact with, like, my friends from other states. So I see my friend from Seattle. I see my friend from Miami, from Atlanta. I see, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I literally just started bawling my eyes out. I could not handle it, and it was so the feeling in that moment was just like the most special thing ever and I just cannot believe that my friends came all this way and family and everyone just was there and there were like a few friends and stuff that couldn't make it and that weren't there and of course you know I'd want them to be if they could have been but like I was just so shocked that all the people who were there were there and it was truly just like the best thing ever and the best feeling ever and all of that was a surprise so basically we walked into that and it was kind of just like a um not buffet style there was just like a little bit of like an open bar and then like some um like sort of like appetizer type food and everything and we just got to like mingle for a couple hours and then i we got in the truck afterwards and i told griffin i was like this is literally the perfect day like we just got engaged and alabama football comes back today and i was just so happy about it and then i didn't know that like I found out that like a lot of my friends were staying at Griffin's family's house, so I was like, "Wait, that's so sweet! Like, oh my gosh!" And then I was like, "Oh my gosh, wait, are y'all going to watch the Alabama game at Griffin's house too?" And they were like, "Yes." And I was like, "I get to spend more time with you guys because the whole time I was at the uh, brunch place or whatever, I was like freaking out because I was like, I need to make sure I talk to like everybody there. So like, I was really trying to like make my rounds, talk to everyone a good amount because in my head I was like. I don't really know how long my friends that flew in from out of town have been here, and I don't know when they're leaving. So I was like, in my head, I was, worst case scenario, thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to have to leave like right after this, or they're going to have to leave tonight, and I'm not going to get any time with them. But most of them left like Sunday or Monday, so it was really nice, because I got to have a whole extra afternoon and evening with them, and then even Sunday with some of them. So it was so, so, so special, but that's kind of like the whole story of how it happened. Um, and a lot of people asked if I picked out my ring beforehand or if he knew what type of ring style I liked so I did not pick out a specific ring um another thing about myself that I can just go out and openly say I'm not the girl that's had her wedding planned on a pinterest board for her whole life don't get me wrong I've had a wedding board on my pinterest I have one now that I like recently started like since I got engaged but I didn't have one that was like I want this style dress this designer I want this ring this shape this cut like whatever that just hasn't been me up until like a couple months ago sometime earlier this year um one day when I was at Griffin's um parents house and he was doing something with his dad his mom was like oh do you know like what kind of like ring you want and I didn't really think then that it was happening soon like I knew that it would happen like within a year but it wasn't like her saying that was like oh it's gonna happen soon because this was probably like six months ago um and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I have an idea of it, but I don't know, like, exactly. I'm not, like, really the type of person that's, like, had it picked out their whole life. Um, and I don't have, like, baby names picked out. Like, that's just not... I don't know. It. I could, like, really take it and run with it if I think that f- ahead. But y'all know me, and, like, I... D- that's the last thing I need to do is, like, be thinking more into the future than I already do and, like, stressing about that kind of stuff. But we had sat down, and we did... Um, I think it's through james allen i want to say is the website yeah james allen you can like do your own little like design your uh or is it james allen i'm starting to second guess things now they like let you um sort of build your own design your own engagement ring yeah it's james allen so i knew i had always been really drawn or not always since i have been looking at rings in like the past year like just on pinterest and like seeing things on tiktok i really fell in love with the emerald cut because i just love i feel like the way the diamond is it's extremely dimensional and it catches light really well because of that and i just think they're really really pretty like i just love the emerald cut which if you don't know what the emerald cut is it's basically like a rectangle and um i knew that and i wanted i knew i wanted like a solitaire stone like i'm not i didn't want anything like with a lot of diamonds or like super intense i just wanted something like kind of delicate and timeless and dainty kind of so i kind of knew that so we kind of like designed a ring together like a while ago um just for fun so griffin kind of had that to go off of but the one i actually like designed that i actually ended up really loving had an etched band which etched bands are not very common at all and freaking griffin like i i he, he was like so worried about me loving the ring and he was like I know it's not an etched band like you want and I was like just stop like literally stop it's okay like I just happened to see that on James Allen and knew I liked it but I knew that getting an etched band would be really hard and it's really hard for me to tell y'all like what the etched band looked like because sometimes when you say etched band it's if you were to look that up what you would see is probably not what um the etched band that I saw, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So the edge band was basically, it was like this gold thicker band and, or like wider. And then it was plain, but then the edges of it had this like intricate etching in it. So it just kind of gave the band a little bit of something extra, but it wasn't a plain band, but it also just, it was like delicate and something extra besides a plain band without being like too much. And I just, so I saw that and I really liked it and I picked it out with like just a little emerald stone. And, um, so that's kind of like what I did. So he had that to go off of, but he did such a great job. Honestly, I know nothing about rings besides the C's, which is like what cut, clarity, color, uh, carrot, and mm, don't know the other one. So <laughs> I don't know the other one, but yeah, I have a emerald cut and I don't, I think the setting is like just your classic. Cause it's like I don't know what the setting is called. Guys, I'm so bad with this stuff. I really wish... I should have, like, asked Griffin or looked this up before I started this episode. But it's kind of just, like, raised off the band a little bit. But the diamond isn't... Like, it's enclosed, like, so it's not, like, sticking out of the setting, if that makes sense. But it is raised off of the band a bit. And um, it's, like like, the prongs that it's in are, like, a silver, kind of. And then the actual band is gold. And then there's, like, little tiny diamonds and the band and the band is like really small and dainty so i really really love it and i just i don't know i love it so much and um i love him so much and he did so good so that's kind of like the story with the ring but yeah i didn't have it um totally like planned out or anything and then the next question is, do you think you'll incorporate wedding planning into your YouTube content? Absolutely. I'm so looking forward to this because I feel like so many of y'all are either in this phase of life or you will be in coming years or like maybe you're thinking about it because um, I know we're all like kind of around the same age collectively and like eventually I think most of my viewers would want to, you know, consume this type of content I guess um and maybe not so maybe I could be completely wrong but I'm really looking forward to it because I think it'll be something that can like help me with when I'm feeling like I'm in a rut like this is really going to help provide me like new content I haven't done before and I'm like really excited to just like I don't know talk about it with everyone and everything like with the viewers and all that and all my subscribers and my family like my YouTube family and my podcast family I'm just really excited to like just I don't know like discuss where I'm at with everything with y'all because I just think it's like such a stressful but fun process so I definitely will incorporate a lot of those details into it so um yeah I am looking forward to doing all of that and also thank you so much for all of the congrats because a lot of y'all messaged and said congrats um and everything so I appreciate and Griffin also appreciates all of the love and congratulations so yeah thank you so much and The next question is, what season, or do we know what season we want to get married in? And I don't know. I know that I don't want it to be in the summer. I definitely don't want it to be in the summer. I would like for it to be in the fall, but I really just, I don't know, the fall is hard with football season, because I don't want to, like, take away from that, Um, because I personally, like, If there was a big game for my team on like a Saturday and like someone was getting married obviously the the wedding comes first for sure but I don't know I just like I love fall and everything but I think that I don't know I think that I'm I don't want to say what I'm leaning for actually I'm gonna think about that maybe I'll mention it in the YouTube video what we're thinking but I don't want to mention it yet but um definitely not summer is all I'm gonna say and I love the spring, but usually like the spring, I feel like weather wise is hard. I just definitely, I just don't want to be like it to be super hot and I don't want it to be like a super busy time. And I feel like the fall is like generally kind of busy for people too. So I don't know. Um, and then the next question, people are asking how long we plan on like being engaged and we don't have like a set specific amount of time. I mean, I definitely want a lot of time because we're both busy people. So we want to have like, a lot of time to plan everything out to make sure like things are like the way we we want them to be but it's really going to depend on the venue but I think it'll definitely be a year minimum um I don't think it'll get up to two years like I definitely don't think it'll be that long but it'll definitely be at least a year um for sure because I yeah it wouldn't be a year from now because a year from now it would still feel like summer here in Houston and any sooner than that would also be summer so that's a definite no but it'll definitely be um at least a year for sure and that is all the questions i'm going to answer today there's a few others that i'm going to leave like open because i want to like save some for the youtube video and i'm also probably going to ask questions on my personal instagram or ask y'all to ask questions on that so i can get like a wider variety of questions since my personal account has more followers and everything so i will definitely be like we'll film that video eventually and have that up hopefully soon and everything Mm -hmm. but um i hope that um y'all enjoyed this episode and I know it was kind of like just talking about a lot of different random stuff but of course I wanted to share the details with y'all because I know so many people have like been messaging me and like asking how it happened and stuff but once again I just want to thank y'all so much for being here for this whole journey and just um supporting me along the way and everything so I love y'all so much and thank you so much for listening and I will talk to y'all next Monday